Hello, everybody, and welcome to My, my Lash Two Brain, Brain cells. cells. I'm your host, Maddie Morris, and this is and Katie, the Lash Lady. And we have a juicy episode for you. If you listened to our last episode, we are so sorry. Put your tissue box down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. We got a little dark and a little deep, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we have... Uh, our second episode together and we are going to be answering your questions these are questions that you guys asked us today and we're only answering the juiciest ones okay not the only the juices <laughs> all righty question one what do you got for us maddie <laughs> number one i think we'll just start out with a bang someone said talk about how lash artists hate on each other in specific, uh, specifically licensed versus not li- unlicensed lash techs. Okay. So the the great divide between the licensed and the unlicensed. Great question. The World War Two of our industry, Sheesh. some might say. Oof. Uh, do you want to start, Maddie? Sure. Personally, I think good rule of thumb would be to mind your own beeswax. <laughs> yes, honey. Just keep doing that. That's always how I've operated. The thing is, with any industry you're in, there's always going to be people doing it differently from you and people that are doing things that you find unethical. And I think truly the best way to go about it is to lead by example. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as hating on anyone, I don't think you should hate on anyone. I mean, there's for any certain states that don't even require you to have your license. So I think that's just like silly. Like, yeah. And I've seen amazing lash artists that aren't licensed. Right, right, right. right. Um, Honestly, I feel like having your license, it backs you more than anything. Yeah. You know? I, I, The thing is, when I see a lash artist that isn't licensed, I care more about, you know, them getting in trouble, them facing the repercussions. Personally, I wouldn't do a service that I wasn't licensed to do just because I wouldn't have that comfort knowing, okay, if anything was to happen, it's insurance for your business, you know, that you're doing yeah. things correctly. Um, you have the board checking up on you. You have all your sanitation stuff going on. And I mean, you're working on people's organs here. You yeah. know, people only get two eyeballs. Right. And I, I also kind of side with the argument like, okay, well, you wouldn't perform surgery without being a surgeon. Right. You know, on a micro scale, it's kind of the same thing. It's like you can't just expect to step into a job that you're not qualified to do, even though you might be pretty good at it. Because we all know that going to aesthetics or cosmetology school doesn't teach you lashes necessarily. Right. So a lot of people I get see the unimportance of it and they just try to skip over it so my two cents is personally i just mind my own business i don't really care what anyone does yep you know i think it's more important to lead by example um if anyone asked me what i would recommend i would recommend they get a license if their state requires it and i mean unfortunately if you're not licensed you, you ain't taking the course with us baby you know it's <laughs> and you can't take a light heart course. yeah you can't honey you can't so so big downside yeah big downside um that's kind of my take on that i mean as far as people like publicly hating on each other or reporting each other i think it's best just to stay in your own lane that takes a lot of energy i don't even have the time it does do what's best for your business and you don't know other people's situations right you know um yeah that's how always kind of how i felt about it i'd have to agree yeah um okay number two how do you show up on bad days physically and social someone said uh how do you physically show up on bad days 
uh especially how do you show up on social media when you're not feeling very good (laughs) (laughs) question for katie i cry every day on social media (laughs) (laughs) just cry on social media um marry the two worlds yeah i mean like if you're comfortable with being transparent it's okay to be transparent it is okay to let your clients know like hey i am not having a good time today or you know if i'm having a real off day i'll let my clients know hey it's a podcast day honey like i'm just gonna plug this in and chug away on these lashes and you know and i feel like when you've built your ideal clientele they they um they get it and actually it's an opportunity for them to get closer to you yeah for sure and i mean yeah you may even want to talk about it you know Or, or maybe you have a client that can like uh, totally relate with you yeah so i think it's okay just let them know i've lashed in my pjs before honey it's one of those (laughs) days i could i hardly got out of bed that day you know yeah so i think the biggest thing to physically you know show up in person and online when you're not feeling it is one you don't have to yeah like it's okay it's okay to step back if you're not in it you know if you you know don't feel like posting don't force yourself to the I world didn't post is at all on thanksgiving you yeah. know that's a prime time to post you and know katie the world ended yeah i got <laughs> fired from instagram i know at the end of the day you know you're your own boss and there's a way to be professional and also be a little bit transparent with what you're going through yeah totally you know and so even on my worst days when i'm going through something terrible i'm one of those people to show up i don't really hide away i kind of push myself through it for sure um i've i've lashed many a day where i was physically ill where i was throwing up in the bathroom where i was stressed out of my mind where i was anxious i worked up until the day before my wedding you know i've worked thanksgiving christmas eve all all the stuff you know not feeling great and being overworked and i think it really brought it brought me close to my clients yeah because you know when they ask oh my gosh maddie how you doing you're so busy girl you know i'd be like I'm doing it, girl. So happy to be here. You know, and and I'd open up a little bit about things I'm going through. They open up a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. Being a human being to your clients is so important to build relationships. And there's a way you can still be professional. You know, you don't need to be a, a hot mess in front of them, you know, but there's a way you can still be yeah and i mean a lot of the times your client's gonna be having a bad day too you know i have had appointments where it's like okay appointments canceled cry to me you know like there's no point in putting lashes on those anyways like let's go get a burrito and you can cry or something (laughs) like i'm it's happened more than once you know sometimes it's me yeah and sometimes my clients are like you know what forget about my lashes let's talk you know and it's it's important to build those types of bonds with your... It is, yeah. Those don't, are lifelong clients right don't there. Don't force it, babes, because people see right through it. Right. You know, and they, they'll feel like, mm, that didn't feel authentic. Mm-hmm. That appointment felt a little a weird. Yeah, and it's so easy, you know? Like, when my... I remember when I was going through the final stage of the build-out, and I was stressed beyond measure. Mm-hmm. I remember every time I'd go get my clients, they'd be like, hey, girl. And I was like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm okay. It's okay, girl. I'm the hot mess express. You know, <laughs> choo yeah, choo, yeah. come on in. You yeah. know, there's ways to just kind of make light of it. For sure. And uh, talk about it in a very comfortable way. Um, ooh, here is a good question. Someone said, What music do you listen to while lashing? Podcasts. <laughs> Katie's a podcast girl. We have different takes. Yeah. What podcast do you listen to? Oof, everything true crime, really. Um, Something Was Wrong is, like, one of my faves. It's just all about, like, trash men, you know? Like, women finding out they've been dating a phony for three years and or or what have you. 
um great podcast um a lot of my clients all love true crime also yeah katie's so. founder people oh for sure honey yeah i i feel like it seems sounds silly, but I got burnt out on music really quickly when I started lashing. Really? Because it's like it's all I'm listening to all day long. And I just, yeah, I needed something else. Yeah. I'm a talker, so I can't podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a talker. My clients, they love to gab and I yeah. gab with them. Um, I typically have on like very easy listening. You know, I listen to the Lumineers. I listen to acoustic folk, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Stuff that just kind of makes them take a little nap. But uh yeah, no, I love that you listen to podcasts. Yeah, if we're not spilling the tea, we're podcasting. If we're not spilling the tea, we're listening to it. It's one or the it. other. There's no in between. I know. <laughs> and it's so funny because I thought Katie was so cool that she listened to podcasts with her clients. I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, I've never done that. It's cooler than I am. And so I remember uh, I you had done my lashes. We listened to a podcast and it was like a crime podcast. And I was like, this is really good. Mm-hmm. So the next day I took a client and I was like, I'm going to listen to the same podcast. Like, that was kind of fun. And she'll yeah. like that. My client's you know, we'll be this cool thing we do together. I turned on this podcast, the same one we were listening to, and I got the most graphic, <laughs> horrific episode. I mean, it was gory. It was inappropriate. It yeah. was sexualized. Yeah. It was bad. And I remember my client was just like, mm-hmm, like just laying down, taking a little nap. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Gosh, <laughs> no, no, no. You think you know me? <laughs> so I just kind of awkwardly like, turned it down really low <laughs> so none of us could hear it and cried and the appointment sort of slowly faded out uh, um but yeah i was like maybe that and then i told katie i'm like katie i listened to this your podcast and it was this terrible episode and you were like oh that is the one the one episode yeah or i was like man that's a good one <laughs> yeah, no. so yeah uh katie listens to crime i listen to folksy folksy acoustic music okay Next question we got. I actually got this question like 10 times. It's Oof. what the people want to know. Okay. They don't care about anything else. Spill it. They don't want to know what tweezers we're using. They don't. They want to know our client horror stories. They want to <sighs> know who did us, who done us dirty, Katie. I've got a list, honey. <laughs> <laughs> We've got naughty lists. <laughs> we do. We do. I will preface this by saying Katie and I kind of have like ideal clientels. Mm-hmm. Like our clientels currently... I, I take 22 clients and there is not one client I can say a single bad thing about. I mean, they are like the best of the best people yeah, yeah. on the lash table and off. Totally. No, totally. <laughs> but, um, you know, in seven years, you see a lot of people come through your door. It takes time. You don't build the ideal client clientele on, overnight. You don't. No. There's a lot of hardships. And I got re- I got really comfortable firing clients in the last year because I knew moving into the new building, I wanted to only bring really good energy in here. Mm-hmm. So I got really comfy sending that text out to a oh, few yeah. clients that year skedaddle okay do you have any <laughs> okay okay i'll drop two quick ones here um one girl in particular um i had taken her and she was like mutual friends of a mutual friend because i was very big on like word of mouth at the yeah. time um and uh <laughs> you know she seemed nice <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> yeah and like halfway through the set she's just like spilling some tea here and there and um and you're sip sipping yeah and i'm just like all right and uh she's like yeah and so i met steven my husband (laughs) in high school um and he was like so upset when i chose my boyfriend over him i was like excuse me um, 
I have very sharp tweezers by your eyes, ma'am. Yeah. And you want to tell me how badly my, my husband, now husband <laughs> wanted you? Like, who? what is even happening? I'm, like, looking around to figure out what universe <laughs> we're in. Because Katie Lash is from home. Yes. It's her. It's and she, she was home. just awful. And, like, the guy she was with, who she has multiple children with, mind you, She's like, yeah, I just, everyone knows that I'm just, like, so, like, beautiful and hot and cute and, like, way out of his league. And, like, I'm just like, I know, but I don't know what it is. I just love him. And I'm like, you're disgusting. That was the last time I took her. One and only time. I'm just like, honey, how can you be this way? Yeah. You know? Um, The nerve. Truly. Um. A second client horror story. She was my client for years. Mm-hmm. And um, I was only ever good to her. I accommodated her a lot. You know, I accommodated her a lot. Um, she went to a fellow lash artist. Mm-hmm. And um, whom I take as a client. And just so you know, the lash community is very, oh. very small, honey. It's so, 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 this so, so, so small. This story is awful. So, so small. I'm keeping this it story short is sweet, awful. though, honey. PG-13. <laughs> and uh, she tells this... Uh, fellow lash artist that I was blowing um me and my son my son who passed away um our situation I was blowing it way out of proportion and that I needed to keep that crap off the internet you I just like to say one thing I know who you are honey (laughs) I know who you are honey we that's all I have to say I know you I'm not name dropping you because I'm going to be the bigger person here, but catch me in a dark alley, honey. Catch me in a dark alley. You're on the lightheart naughty crap list. About people's dead kids. What kind of a person are you? So, um, I mean, Katie, you were been pretty it. dramatic. I, yeah. Yeah. Him dying. Pff, seriously. Come on. It really annoyed her. Yeah, it did. But, um, you know, you've you've got a lot of stuff to unpack, honey, and like there's therapy for people like you. Yeah, there's help out there. And there is. There is. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you're hurting so badly that you had to go and run your mouth and say those things. Yeah. Um, but I'll be praying Call for 1-800, you. Call one eight hundred check yourself. Yeah, I'll be praying for you, baby. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's probably the worst we got. Yeah, was, she's a doozy. A girl who wanted my mans <laughs> and a girl who just is ugly, heart-wise. I have a juicy one, but it wasn't just a single appointment. I saw Oof. this woman 53 times. Okay, Maddie. 53 appointments. She like comes in, you're like, click. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, when I, when I fired her, this was the first client I ever fired. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took 53 appointments because my biggest failing in the first few years of business was not knowing how to say no to people mm-hmm. and doing oh, anything same. anyone asked me You want me, me to, to do, do a backflip? Fine. I'll try. Yeah, with a sprained wrist, that's fine. Right. Um, boy, oh boy, though. So I'm from, you know, not a big city, but, you know. Where I was from, this woman was a very public figure. Everyone knew her, mm-hmm. right? She was on TV every I like, day. I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> everyone knew her. Uh, she was well known, but not well liked. And everyone told me that before I had told her. You know, every a lot of lash artists had warned me about her, um, but I was one of those people. I was like, if every lash artist turns this person away, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the one to really make a conne- connection with her. Yeah. And I was on my own. I had my own business. You know, this was all 
my own fault for putting up with this for so long. But I remember the first appointment, overly sweet. So sweet to me. I was like, oh my gosh, this chick is awesome. And everyone, anyone take her? Why wouldn't anyone take her? And then um, because she was such a public figure and she was, you know, on camera every day and on a lot of trips and in the public eye, she was kind of like a local celebrity. Um, She wanted weekly fills. Okay. So that 53 was all in the span of a year. It was one year of my life. And she wanted, at the time, I had a 30-minute fill option, which was only for very special occasions. Very seldom would people book it. 30 minutes. You can't even check someone in and out and tape them in 30 minutes. No, you're like barely touching them up. You and I, we haven't even caught up after 30 minutes. No. So uh, she would book these 30-minute appointments once a week at the most inconvenient times. I mean, she would be like, she'd never use my online booking. She would text me. I mean, Elliot, you know, my phone was always blowing up with her. I was like, oh, it's so-and-so. Got to get this. We're in the middle of date night because every single week it would be like, hey, I have a flight at 6 a.m. Can, Can you get you? me in right now? It was like middle of the, you know, like crazy times. And I would be taking her at 8 p.m., at 6 a.m., and she would no-show and be late every single appointment. There actually wasn't an appointment, Katie, that she made it on time for these 30 minutes. Okay. So not only would I show up to this 30 minute appointment at 6 a.m she texts me and be like hey girl flight got delayed be there around seven and i'd be like okay well i have another client at seven. Oh my gosh girl i'm so sorry can you move them back i can only be there at seven i'd move that client back she'd show up at 7 10 for a 30 minute appointment no. you know what i mean oh, yes, yes so i was riding it was her world you're just <laughs> lashing it baby you were just lashing i was it. riding the crazy train for a year and i was just bending my schedule backwards in impossible shapes to uh fit this woman's life Mm -hmm. and every time she would um you know be late or make it it was always a crazy excuse katie it was always a crazy i got stung by being yeah it was always crazy and i always felt a little bit of guilt because you know so many people were seeing her lashes she had like ten thousand friends on facebook like i mean it was like everyone knew her and i just wanted my work on her it was good marketing for you i mean it was and so um Anyway, at the 53rd appointment, this appointment had been scheduled. You're like tallying on the wall like you're in a jail <laughs> like cell. Like in prison. <laughs> appointment 53. <laughs> right. um, and boy, oh boy, throughout this entire year, I had realized she was a liar. She would just lie about crazy things and would just tell me these exaggerated stories and dreams she had. She shut up in a politician. She was also a little... She... Maybe she is. <laughs> she also was very, very uh, comfortable around me, for lack of a better word. And she would just say very inappropriate things. She would tell me about her personal life. She would tell me about men she was dating that were significantly younger. She would tell me very like personal things. I was like, I don't want to know that. I'm scared. I don't want to know that. Um, we have 30 minutes, babe. So her honestly, her lashes never looked amazing. I don't You're think like, I, how are you dropping all this on me in only 30 minutes? 6 a.m.? Yeah. Honestly, her, her lashes were my worst work because I was just getting on whatever I could. You were just it. stress lashing? I, wa- I was getting done whatever I could in that time. And that's why we needed that 30 minutes every week because there was never full coverage. Yeah. You know, my clients could go a month and they'd be fine because they have full coverage. For sure. But Katie could go two years <laughs> two years of attention game um but i remember this appointment specifically it was at 3 p.m she no shows right mm-hmm. it's now 4 p.m she texts me hey mads i'm on oh sorry i was saying she was very inappropriate one time she pulled up her shirt and flashed me nice she was like i uh she got 
like an explant like she got her breast implants removed pulls up her shirt shows me she's like feel like it, they feel so much different i'm like i'm not touching your boobs ma'am <laughs> she was like no come on they feel so good like much different i was like no it's seven in the morning <laughs> so anyway it's seven in the morning i'm just getting a free show never tipped me not a dime oh uh, she just did then and there maddie what do you mean <laughs> she, Two was, she was my wealthiest client i had and she didn't tip me a dime uh, she actually crusty. would complain about my prices yeah which my 30 minute fills were 45 dollars. back in the day my wealthiest client at the time never tipped me either crusty Dusty, dusty. Interesting. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> so this final appointment, it was her 53rd appointment. And I was like, you know what? I All my other lash artist uh, friends at the time were like, Maddie, this is the last time you take her. And and it was. She she let, her, she let herself out the door. But uh, it, it was 3 o'clock. She doesn't show up. Doesn't text me at 4 o'clock. Hey, Matt, I'm on my way. Crazy stuff happened today. I'm so sorry. And I was like, hey, you missed your appointment. It was at three o'clock. I have another client on the bed. And she's like, well, I'm on my way. I'm driving so fast. And I was like, okay, well, hey, please don't show up because I have a client on the bed. You know, I can't take you anymore today. She said, she oh. She just lays on top of the client. And she goes, oh, I have a flight tonight. I need you to get me in. And I was like, well, I did at three. <laughs> and also at this point, I had never enforced a no-show fee. Or yeah, yeah. Why would I? Who does that? <laughs> Not Maddie ever. Not Maddie the last lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Katie, I, on the phone, fire her over text. I said, Hey, you're fired. I said, Hey, so-and-so I really appreciate your business, but you know, I can't accommodate your schedule any longer. And I think, you know, your lifestyle doesn't fit into, you also make me very my, sad. And also I was taking 12 clients a day at the time. Yeah. No, thanks. I didn't have room to move. My clients were purposely just adjusting their busy lives to accommodate <sighs> this woman because she thought she was all that. <laughs> um, and so, uh, she showed up at 6 p.m fact was katie, not all that katie she showed up at 6 p.m 6 p.m right for her 3 p.m appointment <laughs> Checks and, out. I, and i have a client on the bed and she storms in snow all over her boots and she goes oh my gosh maddie i'm so sorry i'm late i'm crazy late like who and i go hey whoa what are you doing here i just i have a client on the bed and she goes i'm i know i'm sorry i'm late but i just need a couple lashes on this eye i have a flight and i go hey and client on the bed so awkward right and i go did you get my text message? She goes, yes, but look, my day has been crazy. My son tried to kill himself. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I was late. Is it because you're his mom? Katie, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, no. Katie, Katie, Katie. I knew her son. No. Yeah. You text him like, please don't, don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't do, do it. it. Uh, no truly if you're struggling with that there is a suicide hotline that's there really like, is um, like totally serious can we put that in the show notes <laughs> yeah i'm serious <laughs> i'm so serious it's about not it. funny it was yeah. a little funny this day anywho so anyway, i go i go um uh i texted you i'm so sorry i can't take you as a client anymore my you know my schedule can't allow this i'm sure you you know you get it and she was like oh, wait you're never gonna see me again and i was like i can't i'm so sorry you know, know. I, it's just you know Due to my business, it can't accommodate what you want. And, you know, and it's not fair to my other clients. I was very, as professional as you can be with another client on the table. My client on the table is dying. She's like, ah. <laughs> um, and so she was like, okay, I understand. I get it. Oh, even though my son, and I go, yeah, I, I'm praying for him. I hope he's okay. I hope, you know. Shouldn't you, guys, you be there like with him? Right. You know, Maybe, like 
and I was like, you know, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm always very empathetic to everything you have going on, but you know, it's just business. I can't do it. I won't. I've never charged you an Osho fee. You owe me twelve grand in Osho fees, <laughs> and uh, I never saw her again. And uh, her son was fine and is fine. He never he was never suicidal. No, he's fine. He never wanted to commit sewer slide. I never saw her again, but boy, oh boy, I was, you know, I've been good about, about saying no after that. Yeah. Because that really did my schedule in. <sighs> Sheesh. Sheesh. That is <laughs> a load of baloney. <laughs> okay. Next question. Kind of piggybacking off that one. Somebody asked, how do you, what do you talk to your clients about when you don't know what to talk to them about? I thought this was a great question because some people don't know. Tell me your most traumatic moment of life. No, just kidding. Uh, on a, I always like if, if you have a new client, they come in and it's just it's straight off the gate, you know, straight off the bat, a little awkward. I'm I always like ask about their family, like um, whether they're married or um, yeah, hit all the bases. The kids. I I want to know kind of like like their life i want to know their like who they are yeah work if, if they're a little quiet and obviously you know you won't talk to them the whole appointment for but for the first about 15 minutes i think it builds a little bit of trust and camaraderie yeah. so after that consultation you know when it's not lash talk anymore i always talk about i always figure out where do you live do you live around here yeah I'll tell you where they live oh my gosh who do you live with you, you know just yeah, like kind of yeah, getting yeah. an idea do you guys have dogs how long have you lived in arizona oh we're newer here you know getting a little bit of a backstory going yeah. a little bit or if i'm watching if i'm binging something on netflix i'm like yeah. oh my gosh have you seen that's whatever? what jess always asks jess is yes, always good about netflixer jess keeps up with everyone's shows right oh <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean it's you find like uh common likings and things you gotta find or, common ground i feel like a lot of people are closeted true crime fans you just gotta and a lot of people are closeted period <laughs> introverts unite honey <laughs> um no it's so funny if i ask a client like what show they're watching right now or what you know they're watching on netflix i will actually go on netflix and watch a little bit of that show mm -hmm. just so i get enough to talk to them about the next time <laughs> yeah like did you see it's the first 15 minutes did you see this isn't this happen yeah just things that you guys can relate on if you can't relate on anything you know like food honey. yeah do you know what I, mean? I was just gonna i was just gonna food. say do you, what are the best restaurants around here when i moved yeah. to arizona i was like where do people go what do people do what are the best hikes what do you like to do how long have you lived here you know it's so good to make it seem like you want to know something from them yeah and people just love to talk about themselves yeah so when well, in doubt and take mental notes or even like mm -hmm. i know um some lash artists they have little like cue cards that they keep with their mm -hmm. clients names on it and they'll put, put key points so it's that they're so like cute okay i need to oh i knew their son's birthday party was going to be here or mm -hmm. whenever mm -hmm. and that's like follow-up questions for me i i've had my same clientele for so long and yeah. i feel like i i do know them genuinely so it's so easy for me to be like oh i knew you were doing this this and this with so and so and so and so you know mm -hmm. and, and even they were like how do you remember that yeah but it's because they become a part of your life they you do know? and it's so important for people when they're taking a lot a big influx of new clients constantly um to develop somewhat of a timeline of your client's life so important you don't need to know everything about them but just for those first and last 10 minutes it's so important to to know um to remember things about them you know like their wedding anniversary and what's coming up for them travel plans travel plans they had and and actively have right i always around this time of year it i know what every single one of my clients had for thanksgiving yesterday i know what oh yeah for i sure. know where all of them are going for christmas i know whose family's hosting i know you know yeah it's just good to build a timeline of events and be personable with them be personable and a little thing i do um and this isn't about like 
asking your clients things, but I write down my clients' lashiversary. And so the day that they started seeing me as a client, I write like a little star on my Google calendar. And that date next year, I'll get them a present and a little card and they are locked in for life. Oh, yeah. They're like, this girl is my best friend. Oh, yes, honey. Yes. I mean, if I was a billionaire, I would buy them all like Tiffany necklaces. Honestly. (laughs) Honestly, I know. All some like Lambos. Yeah. You get a Lambo. You you get get a Lambo. Lambo. (laughs) One day. Alrighty, Elliot. I think those were our juiciest ones. Do you have any good ones for us? Question. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I was gonna be put on the spot. Well, Whatever you are. You want, Ellie. Um. Okay. Uh. You're the host. We're just co-hosting. Um. Elliot's juiciest lash question. Oh, should we talk about the tipping dilemma? Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. yeah. Tell him that you guys like Facetime me. <laughs> so my <laughs> husband and I. <laughs> Katie's right. husband and Elliot's husband are like the cutest lash husband bromance. Yes, it truly. They and they have they have other. they have questions and conundrums that they need answered. They do, they do. They need to understand the industry a little bit. Steven, better. this is for you. Yeah. We know honey. you're watching. Love you, honey. Our um, biggest fan. So Steven was like, What's the big deal with tipping? Like, why would you get upset if someone doesn't tip you or or um what what's the this big deal this talk about tipping this person tips this person doesn't tip he's like i firmly believe that you should include your tip in your pricing which i don't necessarily disagree with that but how i feel is it is it's it's courtesy you know or if you don't get tips sometimes i'm like what did i do wrong <laughs> you know no i fully agree with steven them. like i i charge enough for a tip a tip and a tap and then some yeah you know yeah, yeah. i don't care i don't care yeah but it's a little it's, it's like, do you tip your hairdresser? Do you tip your nail lady? Do yeah. you tip your servers? Do you tip people who perform acts of service, you know, yeah. to let them know, you know what? You're doing a great freaking job and I appreciate you. Here's yeah. an extra whatever, yeah. you know. Um, not that I expect it. I don't Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. It. yeah, if it happens, yeah, it, it is what it is, baby. I do not care. My prices are what they're priced for a reason. I actually don't let a lot of my clients tip me. Yeah, but what I think is important and and elliot said it best was if you are priced a certain amount Mm -hmm. because i am very fairly priced um being the area i work in um what i'm comfortable with etc um you know he was like do you do you tip your hair artist um which i do i love you so much julia Uh, the blonde curse follow her on (laughs) instagram i love you um katie's like i kiss her i tip (laughs) i do i just kiss her i hold her she's small um but I tip the crap out of her because I know she has a wait list a mile long mm-hmm. and I, whatever extra reason it is for her to keep me, I'm going to do it, you know? So I honestly think that's why my clients tip me so much because I think they're scared of losing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I just, I think it's an extra branch of appreciation, yeah. you know? And I think it helps encourage your lash artist too to go above and beyond for you because you go above and beyond for them, you know? Yeah. And I will say... I think what matters more than tipping, Mm because a lot of people, you know, lashes are a luxury and a lot of people are paying for their lashes with their last dime. Yeah. We know that. I mean. Yeah, honey. I have have clients that were like, this was my gas money, but I do not care. (laughs) (laughs) No. And I think in general, a lot of clients are paying for their lash services on their very last dime, you know, and it is, it's tight in their budget. Yeah. And so I think way more important than tipping your lash artist, because a lot of lash artists, you know, I don't care. 
Yeah, too. If yeah, you yeah. click no tip, you could look me dead in the eyes and say <laughs> no, no tip. Absolutely Girl, never. I would tip. I would not care. I charge yeah. more than enough for my service and I it's it's included. But what is more important than tipping in my opinion, I just thought of this, is how well you treat your your service providers. Oh, totally. I would much rather have a client take a selfie of them every single time they got their lashes done. And, and praise you on the interwebs. And and post about me or write me a review or show up on time with clean lashes and pre-book throughout the year and totally. tell their friends and buy gift cards. Like, I would way rather have that. Yes. Than than a couple extra bucks. Yes. A hundred percent of the time. I think I can speak for a lot of lash artists when I say that. Totally. Yeah respecting your career your art your yeah. your, your be good to your service providers yeah and make sure that you're setting an atmosphere for them that they want to be in as well mm-hmm. you know i remember when i you know didn't have a lot of money and i was starting out i would get you know nice things done for myself you know i'd get my hair done yeah. i'd get my nails done and i wasn't in a p- position to be paying a lot for services you know because mm-hmm. i was 18 17 i was starting out um you know, I would tip as much as I could, but I would make sure that I was really, really nice. And I would make sure I was like their favorite client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. You know, and I... Bring my, them Starbucks. Yeah, show yeah. Show up five yeah. minutes. And, and I mean, my particular crowd of clientele, um, sometimes it is the single mom or sometimes it is the girl who's scraping by in college. Um Think, think of another question, Elliot. I was like, pizza? Um, <laughs> dough making. <laughs> Elliot, um, will you order us a pizza? <laughs> right. No, I want Elliot to think of another one. Right. Me. So it's, and yeah, and you're exactly right. Some people are on their last dime, but they're like, I need this for me, you mm-hmm. know? And so, yeah, but it is important to include your tip in your prices, I think. It is. It's and And nowadays, my, my tip is very much included in my prices. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I, I kind of recently, when I raise my prices to be over 200 to fill, you know, obviously my clients can pay for it. They love paying for it. They pay a yeah. lot more for it. Yeah. Um, and my clients tip. 30 40 50 bucks you know yeah but sometimes when i first raised my prices katie i had like a little emotional barrier where i was scared <laughs> <laughs> and so i would just hit no tip and they'd be like wait where'd that screen go and i go no no it's fine <laughs> it's not allowed i just buy and i put it back the next time but like i'll pay for it myself i'll, I'll tip me for you <laughs> no it was just like an emotional barrier where i was like you don't have to they're like i wanted to tip you and i'm like you can't <laughs> right right yes got any other ones ellie That's a question? Yeah. How did we get clients we love so much? Yeah, why all your clients you love them so much, but I feel like the percentage of people in America that you would love so much is a lot lower than the percentage of your clients. The longer you lash, honestly, I think you can attest this, Katie. Re-say the question because I don't think they can hear me. How do you get clients that we are so obsessed with and that we love so much? Mm-hmm. How do we get the dream clients? Yeah. Truly, I think it won't happen in the beginning. So don't put nope. pressure on yourself to have the ideal clientele straight out the freaking game. It does not happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And I would say the longer you're in the game, the more your clientele curates itself. Yes. You know, it really creates itself because your ideal people um, that are so obsessed with you and you're so obsessed with them. Like my clients, I think of them. I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm walking down the street and I'm like, what is Wendy up to? <laughs> like, right? I love my clients so much. I love them th- like my dearest friends. I see them more than my friends. Yeah. Um, I think I think it happens over time. And it really is a mix of uh, you putting out content and advertising yourself in a way that attracts that, you know, client. Yeah, that, you want. that your Instagram is liter- literally a reflection of yourself. And posting about yourself. Yeah. I think people that just post their work. It's such it's such a market where it's the client mystery. is the client is just looking 
for what work they like most in their budget. They're not really looking for that person they connect with. So I think Katie and I posting all constantly about mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. Who we are. You look at the page, you're like, I can get a little taste of who they are. Yeah. And I want the Yum. whole meal. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. Mm. <laughs> and and second of all, I think, um, you know, it comes with time, but you'll have clients that will make you miserable. Yeah. I've had clients that make me miserable where I actually look at my schedule. And I'm like, <gasps> my stomach will physically ache. I'm going to pretend I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> and and honestly for them i think the longer i've been in it my tolerance gets a lot lower because i'm like look this isn't my job anymore you know i make i make money doing other things Mm -hmm. i don't need to take clients anymore i'm gonna only have clients that like really fill my heart and soul with joy um and so learning how to weed those people out and it's okay to refer them elsewhere it's okay to say you know i don't think um we're a great fit i don't think i can accommodate what your schedule needs what your budget needs what your eyelashes you know there's so many there's it's not always a bad thing to weed out clients that no longer serve you. No, no. Not you, all money's good money. It will that and you need to like protect your protect your environment. Yeah. You're building it yourself, you know. Lashing's your, intimate. Your clients are almost like your coworkers. You yeah. know, because you don't see or talk to anyone no. else other than them every two weeks. <laughs> it's shift time, baby. I mean other lash artists, I'm like, you're cool, but they're not my who I spend all day with. Yeah, no, no, totally. And I mean it's um some of these girls share their deepest, darkest secrets with you. You know, you are their the gatekeeper of all the <laughs> information, honey. <laughs> Absolutely. So very important to find people. Yeah. Take the time and, and be picky if you need to. You know, in the beginning, we all can't be picky. You know, we all, it's a rite of passage. You get used and abused in the last <laughs> game. Used and abused. <laughs> I know when people are like, tell me client horror stories. I'm like. How long do you have? I know, like, I'll tell sweetie. my one. Like, you're not ready. No. I had a client who was, uh, she was like an undercover. I don't know what the word is. Like an undercover spy when I worked at the day spa. And she always Secret wore, service. she always wore colored contacts and a fake wig. And she always had a fake name on her appointments. Her name was Miriam. That was her name. And she would always just tell me. And she just was so spooky, mysterious, but she just like worked for the government or something. It's like, like she didn't. She just like had schizophrenia or something. No, she had <laughs> she had like some kind of crazy job. Uh-huh. Um a but- crazy job that required her to wear color. <laughs> 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 but she would get so into character. Like she would be like, she'd call and go, I need an appointment with Maddie. And they're like, Oh, well, you can see someone else. And she'd go, No, I need Maddie. And it needs to be at 7 p.m. This is Miriam. So I would see her at 7 p.m. after hours with her fake contacts. You just like shut off all the lights in the studio. And I'd always go, (laughs) and I'd always go, what do you do for work again? She goes, I get the Stop she was like it. a cartoon. She like here. comes in through the back door instead of. Elliot, I have to show you her Facebook today because it wasn't like a horror story, but I was just always so intrigued who she would be. Oh every no! Week. Alrighty, Elliot, you got any more? Is that it? Um, I want more of Katie and Maddie. I know. What else can we talk about? Oh, Anyone ask anything gosh. juicy lately? Someone asked me how to start a business, but I feel like that's like Oh, no, you know, someone asked a question of like, you know, if if you've got nowhere to lash from, like maybe. You, oh, someone asked you that. That yes, was good. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we'll you're, just, you're just starting out. Um, so you can't necessarily afford a suite and you don't have the room in your home to accommodate, you know, um, network with the people around you you know if you have even a sibling maybe they have an extra room in their house or i lashed out of my mama's house mm-hmm. in the beginning you yeah. know when the grind i lashed out of my bedroom in my mom's house and you know i, I was lashing out of a kitchen and it wasn't my own <laughs> we don't even know <laughs> whose kitchen it was yeah. 
And, um, you know, you just you have to start from the bottom and build your way to the top, you know, to lash out of your bedroom, lash out of your friend's extra room in their house. Whatever. Maybe yeah. you have an extra area space like in your living room, whatever it is that you need to start as a foundation practice take models until you get somewhere yeah yeah yeah. start that as a foundation and then when you can afford it move on to bigger better things or get another job to fund it yeah you know um i was gonna say to that girl's specific question was if i was in her position because i'm i'm a solution oriented person (laughs) and and i'm i'm a hustler i would want an answer like tomorrow you know and maybe she doesn't have anyone that has a spare bedroom to share you know Mm -hmm. or something like that uh if i was in her position i would figure out how i could provide and market myself as like the most luxurious mobile lash artist in the area Mm -hmm. you know and i would network with the most high profile people that i possibly could find i would weave my way into any circle because i think mobile can be a little scary for a lot of people yeah but or I th- it's just kind of just like, it's a lot of work toting everything around. It is. But if you're in that position, you know, I would do it. Yes. And the thing is, I would charge a pay lot. for convenience. Yes. Yeah. I don't have to leave my house. If I was in that position, less, honey, I would charge a wallet. lot yeah. for my service and I would just make it the best I possibly could. Yeah. Absolutely. I would be mobile. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Mobile. And you may end up absolutely loving it and continue that way. Or you yeah. could be like, you know what? I'm over this. I'm going to. I know it's not ideal, you know, to be trucking around your stuff all the time. But I think. Yeah. That would be your best bet. Yeah. Most cost effective. It's a good starting ground for sure. Yeah. And there's always a market for convenience. There's always yeah. a market for people that, uh, you know, have high profile jobs, don't want to leave their house, need things quick and convenient. Um, and you can absolutely build, you know, a luxurious business doing that. Oh, and I will say it time and time again, honey, if you desire it with all, all your, your heart, heart, if you do, yeah. you can make it happen. It's it's just it's science. <laughs> it's literally yeah. science, I think. So. Yeah. Hard, hard work and a lot of love. Yeah, in there. yeah, yeah. It's blood, sweat, and tears, honey. A lot of so many blood, tears. Blood, sweat, and fans. Just cry a lot. It's healthy for you. So. Alrighty. I think that's all the time we have today for questions on my, my lash two brain cells. And uh, if you want another episode with Katie the Lash Lady, drop a couple hearts in the chat. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.